continuing on with our mini-sode series. We spoke with two PTs who are experienced in acute care and work with geriatric populations. They share what it was like at CSM, the atmosphere, and why they're gravitated to such large professional conferences. Tune in and hear their post-conference reviews of CSM 2019. Yeah, so, so, so we're back just kind of doing a wrap after, after the conference. And I think we're all agree that we're all pretty <laughs> exhausted. Um, but we were saying, this is Val, and she was saying that she hasn't been to a CSM in a really long time. Um, yeah, I haven't been since I was a student, actually. So I only went to New Orleans as a student and presented there. And um, just because of location and traveling and being able to get to a conference, I've never had a job until now that was able to provide for the expenses or reimbursement. So um, now that it's here in D.C., Washington, D.C., I'm able to be here, and it was easy to get here, so I'm here. I had to work yesterday, so I missed the one day. Um, and... There's a lot to do all the time. It's like being on a cruise ship, and there's so many activities, and they overlap, and I don't know which one to go to, and I can't decide. <laughs> but, I, it's um, kind of like a high-end yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I, I can totally relate to that. It feels just like a cruise ship. That's a great, that's a great <laughs> metaphor. Um, do you feel like, um, it's, it's, it sounded to me like expense was a big uh, prohibitive factor for CSMs in the past. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just the cost of the event and then being able to travel to and... Uh, take time off of work. Yeah, take time off of work and be able to, uh, you know, do hotel and all that as well. Um, when I first moved to D.C., I was doing contract PT, so I couldn't not work and not get paid, you know? Like, I had no paid time off, so... And how long have you been a therapist? Um, it's been eight years now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Tell me, what was the most memorable part of CSM right now, this time around, versus maybe some things you remembered from past conferences that you've been to? Uh, maybe it was what was one thing that stood out to you, maybe a lecture or something in the exhibitor hall that you found interesting? This time around, I went to more of the um, Academy of Acute Care sessions and um, just hearing their enthusiasm for the profession, but also like... Um, providing us with like the encouragement to further our practice but also like being able to bring that to administration and the medical staff there because that's usually like a big downer uh-huh. in the field and in working do you, um, do you find when you go to CSM that I assume are you in acute care is that something you do okay you're in acute care so when you see all the options of all these other um, outlets and sections that have information with things that you typically don't see are you one that's like i want to go just goes out because i never get to treat these patients or i want to learn more about it or are you i only want to go to things that pertain to me because you can kind of get a little bit of both while you're here yeah i would i would love to try and do and see all of it i mean there's definitely stuff that's really interesting and appealing but i also feel like an obligation to my field right now to you know see what's out there and try to further that they um they had also like a lot that were just conflicting with their times so i wasn't able to go to the cool ones if i felt like i needed to go to the um acute care ones I felt the same way. Uh, there were a lot of good things at the same time, so I couldn't hit them. And I always look at it as I want to be able to utilize my skills and learn something so I can take it back to the clinic on Monday. Right. But 
also I want to learn some things I never see and you know, the cool stuff, right? So it kind of gives you that mix of everything, which is overwhelming and good and bad all in itself. Um, just wish we had more legs and duplicates of myself. Yeah, I mean, they did have a good amount of information on the website, you know, and a lot of the presenters that I talked to for the sessions I couldn't go to said their stuff was online, so I could at least take a look at their presentations, handouts, and get something out of that. (laughs) Oh, that's great. That's really good. Thank you. And then, I forgot your name. Nicole. Nicole, the Senior Rehab Podcast. Yes, Senior Rehab Project. Project. So, so we're with Nicole also, Val's friend, and she runs the Senior Rehab Project, which yeah. is a podcast. I don't run it. It was actually started um, by Dustin Jones, who is another therapist who is involved in um, geriatric therapy. And he couldn't really find like an outlet for us like geriatric therapists, so we started one. And then uh, I somehow got recruited into it. I don't. It's just like one of those things, you know. You start saying yes to something. You say yes to one thing, and then like. All right, so now I'm podcasting. <laughs> which is like, yeah, which is kind of like the best parts of our profession, but yeah. the same reason I think why we're all slightly crazy because we're all like a little bit sleep deprived oh, yeah. and like a little bit like, yes, I want to do that. I want to do that. And I think it like speaks to this whole event. Like we all kind of want to do things. We all want to learn and we all want to like really push the profession. And you, and you see it on everyone's face here that they've been pushing themselves for the last three days yeah. and we're all just kind of slumped over the table right now. As we're ordering waters and beer all at the same time. As we're ordering waters and a beer all at the same time, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of the conversations I had were like, okay, I'm going to send you that when I get home. I promise I will send you that when I get home. And everyone, everyone is like, I promise I will do this when I get home. And like, no stress. Like, we all know it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Um, did you have a favorite part of the, do you like walking on the exhibit halls? Was there a favorite lecture that you liked? You know, I, I like crowds and busyness and things. So like, I kind of just like the atmosphere of being here. I like the chance, like you guys know, like having a podcast, it's nice to meet the people that you interact with online. I really got a chance to do that. Um, I got to host an event for some of our Patreons, you know, so I met some of my the listeners. I met some of the people that I interact with. I met, um... The, the president of the Academy of Geriatric Physical Therapy. Like, you know, I sat down and had drinks with him. So, like, that was huge. Um, so I liked that, but I also learned a ton. My last course was just something on um, the PT role um, in population health and, like, our inter- growing our interprofessional role, which as a geriatric PT, you're like, really, how does that work? But if you think about it, like, yeah, we still have, like, a huge amount of space that we can come into. So I feel like I... I kind of ended it like on that high I feel like I can like still go and do things so I'm tired but like I'm like amped to get back into it excellent I mean that's that's <laughs> the goal of this is to excite us to push our profession forward and I really like also what you're saying about how you've like it helps connect you to people that you might interact with on a, like a less um intimate basis yeah. um and finding your place in in the physical therapy world makes you feel more connected to it right what uh, I had a comment about what you just said. Um, I was CSM last year in New Orleans, and I was sitting in a how to start your own PT practice. And she said, we all got to be a little bit crazy, and you got to be a special person to want to go start your own practice, right? Uh, then she referenced us as a species, really, just PTs in general. I mean, we are a different species of people, and we're the go-getters. We're always putting a lot on our plate. Uh, we're very active or high motor, 
and we always want to be right in some sort of way. <laughs> uh, I think we can all you know, relate to some part of that. So I really like what you said on that. We're species. <laughs> we are definitely. I'm just, I'm just laughing. So it's the part that we all want to be right in some kind of way because there's nothing worse than being in an argument with a bunch of PTs because we're all just stubborn. <laughs> so true. And and do you is this do you always come to CSM? Is this a regular thing for you every year? Do you make it a priority? I actually haven't come in a while either. Same thing, like I have two small kids at home, so I'm trying to juggle like raising children, having a full-time job and then getting the time and the money to travel is still, you know, something. So, I live in New Jersey, so like I was on the East Coast. It was drivable, you know? So I was like, all right, I can go. I called Val, and I was like, I'm crashing at your house. <laughs> so location, it seems like, for both of you girls is, is, prior, is paramount to being able, you guys, to come. It was like, you know what? Next year, I definitely want, now that I've gone, um, and like I said, I've kind of built a little community and, like, built an inroad, um, I really want to keep coming. Like, I got to meet, like people in the um, HPA section. I, I got to meet the president of that too. I met Dee Cornetti. Like, I just met a ton of people. I met a lot of therapists on the ground. I met a lot of therapists who are doing like really innovative things. And I honestly can't imagine not coming next year. So it's like, I like that it travels because it gives people, it gives new people the ability to come, you know, because it's close and it's, it's easy. So it's a good introduction. But like, I have no qualms about flying out to Denver next year. I'm already thinking, like, how am I going to make it happen? Because it, it just seems like, all right, I found my people, and now I want to, like, keep working with this. Excellent. We'll see you there. Thanks for talking to us. Where can, we, uh, where can someone who's listening to this find you and maybe some of the stuff that you do online or podcasts or any of the information that you kind of run? So um, let me see if I can pull up. So it's the seniorrehabproject.com um, is our website. And then, like I said, the podcast is based off that. And then Senior Rehab is the handle for the Senior Rehab Project. But if you look on Twitter, Senior Rehab Project SRP, we're on there too. Excellent. Excellent. So we'll, we'll find you on Twitter at, at Senior Rehab or the seniorrehabproject.com. Awesome. All right. Thanks again for talking to us, guys. Highlights from CSM physical therapists, attendees Val and Nicole, but that it was like a cruise ship. There's always something to do. It's nonstop for four days. Price and location can be a limiting factor, but it's worth it. Opportunities to connect with leaders in your particular area of PT are available, and you just might meet someone or learn something that will make your week pave ways for the future. Stay tuned to hear the two PTs in a mic's post-CSM review from the backseat of a cab.